Unleashing the rising billions. Disrupting tradition. Always be closing. Gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. And there is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumby and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold. Alan Witch is always in the house. How you doing, my brother? I'm in the house. I'm doing great. This is Thursday, right? Excellent. Thursday's a really good day because it's really close to Friday, which is an extra good day. It means we've had a really good week. And uh, I can't wait for uh, for what we're going to talk about today. We've got a great guest. And uh, actually, a guest has been on before, and it's been a while. So I we're going to kind of dig into some mystery there. But uh, doing really well. How about yourself, Chris? Yeah, I'm doing well. The sun is shining. And... It's uh, it's a nice day down here at the beach, and uh, it looks like you know just talking to our guests, which we'll introduce in a second, that it's nice and sunny back in my hometown, mm-hmm. Toronto. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's uh, she's 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 shaking her head for sure. Uh, but let's uh, let's jump into it, Alan, because uh, I'm excited to see what's happened since we've talked last, and I know um, that she's been working on some really great things to help people. And, uh, we're, uh, we're excited to have her back on. So let's get at it. Absolutely. Our guest today was actually on, uh, on August 22nd, I think 2016. So there's been wow. some time in there. Wow. There's been some growth and exposure in there. And, uh, know. you know, our, our guest today is really cool because she does something really kind of unique that people would think you take it for granted, but it's really a tough thing. And that is for entrepreneurs or, or for coaches to become really, truly successful entrepreneurs. And that's right. difficult because it's easy to get in to help somebody, easier to get in to help somebody. But it's not always easy to turn that into a successful, marketable business that has legs, something you can stand on by yourself and or collaborate with somebody. So we're going we're gonna to get right into it here with, uh, with our guest today, Jennifer Trask. Welcome back to Think Bold, Be Bold. Glad <laughs> to have you, you back on the show. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited Jennifer, it's nice you. to see you. Um, I know you've had a lot going on and, you know, you've built a, a really great business helping others uh, do the same. And you do it really uh, interesting because you've done it a lot in your travels, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people would like to understand how do you do that and, you know, enjoy every day somewhere else and then, you know, um, get right into, uh, you know, business and life uh, on the road. But you've also settled in a new place since we've talked Mm-hmm. And love to hear about what's happening in that environment because I know you've really taken advantage of uh, a larger place to play uh, where you live, which is awesome. And um, it's a great city. It's a city that I uh, treasure. So, again, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Awesome. 
Alan, uh, well, let, let's just start where Alan had had mentioned it. What's <laughs> what's happened since August of 2016? Because uh, we're dying to hear. Yeah. 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 Um, my God, a lot. That's almost two years now. Well, a year and a half. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot. I guess some of the biggest things I've moved, uh, like you said, I did last last year in uh, August 2017. I moved permanently from. Newfoundland, which was my base. Um, even if I was out traveling the globe somewhere, I'd always go home to Newfoundland, sure. but now home is Toronto. And uh, it was a deliberate move because I wanted to be uh, where the action is, shall we say. And mm-hmm. for me as a Canadian, I wanted to stay in Canada. That was important to me. And um, So, yeah, I I moved here so I could do more speaking because even though um, it was really fun being a digital nomad and sort of trotting around and running the business from the laptop, but I'm also very much a people person and I missed people. (laughs) Like giving them hugs. And I also wanted to begin doing my own workshops, my own the speaking engagements sure. and sure. so on and Absolutely. so forth. And it's really hard to do that when you're, you know, in Peru or in Australia yeah. or wherever yeah. I was. Um, and so for me, I felt it was time and it was right to sort of get a, a better base and to be somewhere central and uh, so far so good. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. So it was a vision uh, that you had about, you know, hey, it's time to pivot um, and obviously pivoting Pivoting's uh, a forward-moving action, and uh, you've moved yourself into more of what you enjoy. And uh, you know, it's it's a great note. And, and and you know, I love hearing stories like this because it's the little nuggets that make you, as a listener, and this is to the audience. And of course, I'm listening in. It always gives you that perspective of, hey, she's she's living her ideal lifestyle. She had to step into it, and she just took the action because you had to move. You had to get yourself in it. You have to do something or else you're going to be where you are um, or where you yeah. were uh, at the time. So that's, and uh, that's interesting. And for jobs all the time. Oh, it's absolutely. just that sure. I, right, it's, except this is my business and I moved where I knew the opportunity was. So okay. um, I, I think it's, it, you know, people do it all the time. It was just, sure. it's, it's timing. Timing does matter in your life. And uh, yeah. it was time. Yeah. Talk talk about that a little bit, you know, from timing and, and what that um, means, um, because we hear it, but what is it like, you know, where do you tap into it, I guess? That's probably the answer. Like, how do you tap into that timing? Yeah, I I feel it's, um, it, it comes from alignment. And it's interesting because this year, with part of my pivot of moving forward, I actually wanted to take the opposite approach the coaching industry is taking and talk about something really different and talk about something that I think is important. So, um, and for those in the coaching industry, they'll probably understand this. Um, I feel uh, a lot of the conversation that I have seen over the last few years has been very much around this um, get rich quick mentality, you know, make six sure. figures in your first year, have your first 10, sure. 10 figure launch or billion dollar, whatever. And, um, 
while making money is an important part of business, um, what I felt what was, I feel actually what is happening, and actually it's not even a feeling, it's because of the position that I'm in, I talk to coaches all the time. And I have not just clients, but I have colleagues, I have my tribe, um, so I'm co constantly in the conversation. And when you look at the statistics behind the coaching industry, but you know, I think these statistics are true no matter what industry you're probably looking at. Um, like the ICF came out with a study back in 2015 done by PricewaterhouseCoopers, or 2016, I think, one of those years. Anyways, very recent. And the average median salary for a coach was about $63,000 in North America, which means that two thirds of coaches are making that much or less, and there's only a third making that much or more. And when I see what I have found is happening is with this type of marketing that's happened, and to be honest, it's happened. I mean, I was in network marketing. It happened in that industry. I was in internet marketing. It happens in that industry. Sure. And yeah. what I feel has been happening, and this comes, it does come back to that timing piece, is it's, it's giving people um, false hope and also misinformation. So when you look at any success story, so it's not that you can't have a six-figure launch or you can't have a seven-figure business or any of that jazz. What most people are not talking about is what had to happen in the years prior for you to have that year? And how so many years... What's the story? Right? How many years did that take? So, for example, I had a client who went to six figures in less than a year. And that's pretty good. It is. Mm -hmm. However, what I always tell people because I don't want complete newbies thinking I don't sure. I, it's not my job to either to give them their beliefs. I just want them to understand where it's coming from in terms of Sure. She actually had already had an online business in something similar, not the same but similar and had made it successful so she had she didn't have to learn internet marketing she knew it right she already right. had resources and connections mm -hmm. and um so for her it was actually just sort of a pivot in messaging and figuring out some things and so her journey to making that type of income as a coach was a lot faster because of what she had already done she'd already been through the trenches in a big portion of what she would have had to learn if she hadn't known it by the time she reached me. And so um, when, like in all the stories that I have seen with the online stuff, when you dig into the ones who are telling the truth and they have had those results, um, you begin to realize they, like my client, had had things already in place that gave them the advantage to getting results faster. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing above understanding sales, marketing, online marketing, strategy, any of that stuff is belief systems and mindset and being ready for the success you're looking for. And this comes back to what you just mentioned on timing. So, this is an interesting time for us to have this conversation because I've been recently reflecting. I've been in 
an entrepreneur for 10 years this year. It's my 10 year oh, anniversary. Your 10th awesome. year on, 10 years Dude. as an entrepreneur. I love it. I love no, it. I can't, even, I can't even believe this coming out of my mouth because sometimes I feel yes. like I'm 20, but I'm not. <laughs> Definitely not. You look like it. You look like it. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, um, but, um, you know, so I've been doing some deep reflecting. How did I get here? Like, how did I even make it? Most people don't last this long. And, you know, what did I learn? And I'm actually going to put out a Facebook post about this uh, shortly. But nice. one of the things that hindsight gives you that 2020 vision, right? Right. Very much and so. And so this comes back to timing and what I call alignment. And, you know, when I first started my first business, you know, my goals have never really changed. They have basically always been the same. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to help millions of people. I have always wanted to be like in charge of my life. I have always wanted to do work that I love. And I always wanted to just be able to live the life I want to live, which means having the financial means to do that. I never really cared about how much did that, it, it, whether that's, hundred grand a year or a 500 right. or a million right. to me the money amount doesn't matter i just want to be like if i want to go to the spa for the day i want to go to the spa for the day right. you wanted the choices gotta have the i want to go to this i want to yeah. go to the spa for the day yeah. <laughs> listen the spa around the corner for the day awesome <laughs> i know i know um, i know where you are in toronto yes it is yes it is there's actually there's a good few of them and uh yeah. but anyways that's another story so so my goal has never changed, but hindsight gave me the gift and being in the trenches in my own business and with all my clients has taught me that usually if there's something you really want in your business or life and you don't have it, it's because you're not ready for it. Mm -hmm. And there's an emotional readiness. Now, parents know this because kids will say, but I want to go out with my friends, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, they, what kids don't realize is like, you're not ready for that experience. That's what parents are trying to, they have a broader perspective than what their kids sure. do, right? And so, and even, and in, in relationships, people know this, like some people want to get married and some people aren't ready to get married, mm -hmm. right? Now, it doesn't mean one day they won't be, it just means right now they are not. And what I've realized is that most people have dreams they're not emotionally ready for. Mm -hmm. And I, I learned it best when I had recently sent out an email to a large group of past and current private clients. And I had said to them, listen, this year I want to really change the conversation of the coaching industry. I want to start talking about people reaching goals that they can actually reach and stop making these. Well, I've never made, I never had big money promises in my marketing because I don't right. believe in it anyways. But I said, but I want to say it in a more succinct, clear way because too many coaches are giving up too soon because they think there's something wrong with them wrong because with they them. haven't made a lot of money quickly mm -hmm. and they're forgetting that in reality, building any business takes years, years right. of work. It doesn't mean right. you will while you learn, but ultimately sustainable success in anything takes a time. Sure. Um, Everything. So one client in particular wrote back, and I remember working with her. This was back actually 2015 or 14 or something. And she said to me, um, she said, you know, 
when I'm looking back, I realize like her business, she took her time. She built it on the side. She had a job. Um, and when we worked together, we did a lot of inner work for her. And she said, you know, growing slow was such a gift. And now that I'm farther in my business, I look back and I realize um, if I had gotten a lot of clients quickly, one, I wouldn't have had the confidence to charge what I should have been charging. So I would have mm -hmm. been getting all these clients, but at such a low rate. She yeah, said, you burn out. Mm -hmm. What's that? You burn out. Burn out. Burn well, out not just burn yeah. out, but she didn't, in the beginning, most people don't have the confidence to charge rates that they really mm -hmm. want to charge. And um, she said, you know, I wouldn't have had the time to get my programs really good and hone my branding and keep shifting my messaging as I work with more people and do it at a pace where she could still enjoy her life and not get into burnout and overwhelm and all that jazz. And so she said, growing slowly was a gift for me. Now, I know that not everyone's in her shoes and some people want to grow fast, but I have just realized like, if you don't have what you want, it's because you're not ready yet. And usually right. you're not ready because there are things you haven't learned yet. There are beliefs or stories you haven't let go of yet. And there's just something missing. And usually it's you've got to become the person who can have that mm -hmm. type of success. Like, can you handle that much responsibility and manage the money and pay people on time? and um, and, and in my industry in particular, serve your clients well while running your business. So that's my big long yeah. answer to that. Well, no, I, that's, that's <laughs> a good answer. It was, it was, that's a, it was very that's a good answer. You know, sure. you've got to, you said something that, clear. That, that is really succinct, and that is that a lot of entrepreneurs aren't ready. And when you become an entrepreneur, you don't get a book that says, okay, here's the 97 things you're going to have to do to become an entrepreneur. And written by somebody that has actually been an entrepreneur and not somebody that hopes to become an entrepreneur. And one of the biggest things is that you know, is you said something last year when we talked, and I, and I wrote it down here because I want to make sure I, I got it exactly right. You said entrepreneurship is a roller coaster ride. Correct. And I think that that is a a topic that most people in entrepreneurship don't want to accept because yeah. they want, like you said, they want the immediacy. They, they want do. to see gratification. They've gotten gratification maybe in their job, maybe not to the level that they've wanted it, but they've gotten some of that. And so they look at their results and they go, man, I don't really, you know, I'm not where I want to be. And to your comment you made a minute ago, they, they pivot and they check out as opposed yes. to going, hey, this takes time, this is a business, this takes time to grow yourself and to grow your client base. So with that said, what's up, I'm gonna put you on the spot here, what's a, what's a one or two key topic or key uh, advice you'd give to somebody when they're at that point, they're new, they're probably a year out, and I know you're just chomping, I can see the wheels turning, they're new, they're a year out, and they've reached this place in their life where they're going, something's got to change, I need to get out, or maybe something I, I, I don't know, I don't know, and what is that? Yeah, okay, 
I got a well, there's a couple things that come to mind, and the first is um, goal setting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of people are out <laughs> saying you have to have goals that scare you, and you have to have goals that are so big <laughs> and that they push you and reach you. And and I'm not negating the importance of a vision because my ultimate vision is is actually still much farther from where I am even today. Sure. But if I was just constantly reaching towards that, I think I would feel too disheartened on a daily basis because it's so far from where I am. And I know that this happened to me before. So what I always say to people is, okay, so you got your big ultimate goal. Okay, great. Leave that over there. Now let's come back to today. What are some goals that you can work towards that you actually truly believe is possible. Like with every cell of your being, you may not know the whole how of it, but you believe you can make this happen. And in the time and in the time frame. Because what ha what's happening is most people are making outrageous goals in time frames that it's just not going to happen for them. And also they're just doing it because some someone told them, you can manifest it if you put it out to the universe. And let me tell you something about manifesting. It does not work that way. Because the only way to manifest things is to have no resistance against them. But when people reach towards things they don't believe are possible, there's so much resistance on their path, they almost move farther away from what they want mm -hmm. than closer to it. Exactly. So when you are starting out, you've got to start literally start small and build your belief muscle. So if you can start making goals that you can make happen in shorter time frames, you can be like, man, if I did that, let me try this. Man, if I did, yeah, I did that, and I did that in the time. Let me figure out how to do this. Let me figure out how to do that. And then what happens is over time, you create a snowball effect of confidence within yourself to make things mm -hmm. happen. And as you get more confident, then you can start making bigger goals and you actually really believe you can make them happen so they can happen for you. But most people are trying to do things. They have no idea the amount. Like this happened to me in my first year because I wanted to make a million dollars in my first year. And what I didn't know at the time was that what I didn't know was a lot. <laughs> a like lot. a lot. There was so much. <laughs> and like so much I can't, I can't even. Like, it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's yeah. overwhelming how much I didn't know. And, sure. um, you know, because I had bought into, you can make this happen for you. And it's so right. fast. And blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, like I have no regrets because I love my life and it's gotten me to where I am. However, um, I, I don't feel that was very responsible of those who had given me, I just come out of MBA school, I had negative money, I decided not to get a job so I could work on the business full time. Mm -hmm. And um, in reality, what would have been smart is either I got a full time job or at least a part time job and had some income coming in, paying my bills, paying down my school debt starting then. And, uh, and working on the business on the side. And because what I find is most people, um, there's very few people, very few people who can build a business from scarcity. Mm -hmm. 
Um, like some people are driven by it and dire circumstances will make them move quickly, but most people can only deal with so much like being uncomfortable discomfort at a certain period of time. And that's why, uh, actually one of the things, um, I, uh, I see a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk stuff around and there's two main things he says. One of them I half agree with and one I'm like full on. And one of the things he says that I'm full on agree with is um, know thyself. Like he talks about it, he's like, you gotta know yourself. You gotta know where your boundaries are. You gotta know what you like. You gotta know, like if it's important to you to go home for dinner with your family every night, you need to know that and you need to own that or you won't be happy. And I'm like, that's really smart advice. Like, yes, that's very true. Right. Mm -hmm. And so. yeah, and what I've kind of discovered is a lot of people are making goals because they go to these events or they talk to people and they're like, you can do it, you can have seven figures, this is blah, 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 blah. And in reality, like those goals aren't most people's goals. In reality, the, the majority, like 99.9% .9 of the coaches I talk to, they just want to practice. They just want clients, they want to help people, they want to make a good living. They're not interested in becoming Tony Robbins. Right? right. Um, right. Now, some, there are those few, and I would be one of them. Like, I want a larger business. I've always wanted it. It hasn't changed. But I'm willing to do the work and wait it out. Most sure. people aren't. It's the yeah. long game for you. It's, sure. the, long it's the long game. game. And you know like, that. Like, Tony Robbins didn't become Tony Robbins in a year. No. No. Right? No. Not no. even five. Like, he's no. been doing no. this stuff, stuff basically since he's, like, been born. <laughs> so... <Yeah. laughs> He was only a few years older than me when he broke out, obviously, with his his own book. But there was many years before that even happened that Tony was Tony. So, oh, very, you know, obviously the story, the backstory. But yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on a couple of things here because yeah. um, I, I think they're important for the audience to to come back. But and I agree with you. You know, more and more people are getting seduced, and that's really what's happening. It's seduction marketing. Seduction. Uh, it's a it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a it's taught out there. So, you know, buyer beware. I, I'm, I'm the one that agrees with you 100%. Um, know who you are and you'll know what you want. When you know that, that's when you have the long-term ga game. And I've had the same as you, Jennifer, so I'm going to touch on a couple of things you said. You're expecting that to happen in your life. When it happens, it happens, but you're expecting it. That's a big oh, difference yeah. from wanting it. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a big difference from yeah. wishing it. Yes. <laughs> it's happening because you're seeing the evidence of the moves that you make um, and you're learning from the ones that you make that didn't line up to your point on alignment, right? So it's beautiful to have this conversation because this is the backstory, folks. It's be careful who you listen to. Mm -hmm. Listen to yourself and know thyself, I agree, is when you know that you'll know it's important. And you also touched on something really cool. And I, I love this. You're living your authentic life because whether you make a hundred and that's your authentic life or you may, you're making millions, that's your authentic life. You're just on this journey to help more. So obviously the monies will be attracted at the timing that's necessary for wherever you're going. And, and you know, that's going to be now where you're at. You're settled in where you want to be. You're looking at your speaking engagements. You're having more effect on your community where you are because it's a larger opportunity and you're just recognizing that along that journey. So just remember, folks, that, you know, I always like playing the 90-day action plan. The 90 days for me allows me to, 
obviously gain momentum. Um, mm -hmm. And I can see it much easier from 90 days from now. Now, I'm like Jennifer, long game. You know, I know where it's going to end up and I know what, you know, is going to put a smile on my face at certain, you know, times of my life. And, you know, I'll be ready for that when I'm ready. And, you know, we've seen evidence of Alan and I working on the things that we're working on and, and it's transparent. We weren't ready mm -hmm. for this level now. So yeah. I love what you're sharing and, and it's amazing and goal setting is so important and, and you do a lot. And, and I love what you also said, uh, resistance prevents that um, you know, manifestation and, and that's something that you know, you know, when, you, when you're in alignment, um, you know, the things, people, places, events, circumstances start to come um, when, you're, um, when you're in that space, that emotional uh, readiness as you said. So it's great, awesome. Yeah, and well if done. anyone ever feels, quite frankly, shitty about where they are and they want to be somewhere else, mm -hmm. um, there's there's two things that I think is is helpful. So one, you got to make peace with where you are because if you don't make peace with where, first of all, where you are is where you are is where you are. You right. can't change it, <laughs> no. so accept it because the 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 more you resist it, again, you're in resistance, you won't be able to move forward as fast as you would if you would just make peace with where you are. Um, but the other one is understanding preparation stages. And this comes down to the readiness factor. So one of the things that I always tell my clients is, if you don't have something you want, it's because you're in a preparation stage. The universe is preparing you for the next level. And usually when you look back on your life, you can recognize that like, oh, I remember when I was in that job, mm -hmm. I did this. I had no Very idea so. that was going to help me in that. And then I went to that mm. and then that helped me in that. And then I met that person who introduced me to that. And then that, and it's like, you don't understand. Like when I was in high school, <laughs> I was an exceptional volleyball player. And like, um, I played at a national level and my dreams actually when I was in high school was to go one day go to the Olympics with Team Canada. Like, I, and I'm not kidding. Um, and so in high school, what I wanted to do was get picked up by a really good university, go play university volleyball, and then from there, figure out how to get to Team mm -hmm. Canada and then, you know, go on. And in grade 11, I ended up injuring my knee. Like I had to have two surgeries and my doctor ended up scaring me into not playing in my senior year of high school. And um, what ended up happening was the men's team in my high school happened to not have very good, like our high school was never very good at volleyball for men, for men, for women we were, for men, no. And the men's team didn't have um, a coach. And I ended up, one of the guys on the team had said, look, you're not playing this year, will you coach us? And so <laughs> Love I was it. Like, uh, the guy was gonna nice. be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, so I did it. And what ended up breaking tradition. Was, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what ended up happening was um, the, the boys ended up improving so drastically um, and they ended up giving the, the other rival team, which were way better than them at the start, like 
run for their money, like to the fifth game, to the last coin. And to this day, I feel they only lost because of bad refing. But anyway, that's another story. So, <laughs> Spoken by a true coach. I love that. Right. I love that. Sure. I, uh, well, it was. I even got in trouble for yelling at the ref. Because I was like, <laughs> but anyways. So I then, then that spurred me. I ended up getting into more health stuff in grade 12 as well. And then I ended up becoming an aerobics instructor. And in university, one of the four jobs I had while getting through university was being an aerobics instructor. And then my first real job out of university was with a makeup company. And six months into that company, I had realized, like, this is, I hate this job because I felt like I wasn't helping anyone. At least when I was an aerobics instructor, I was helping people get healthy, exercise, enjoy their mm -hmm. life. And I was like, that was so much fun. Um, and anyways, which then pivoted me to go back to MBA school because I was so lost. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And it was an MBA school that I had a mentor. I joined the mentorship program and she introduced me to Abraham Hicks, who uh -huh. to this day is one of my my absolute favorite author speaker. Like I listen to them regularly and they have impacted me more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, it's my go-to. It's my yeah, go-to. from an outside perspective. And then mm -hmm. she also was the one who um, suggested that I go to an event. And at that event was where I first saw Tony Robbins. And when I first saw Tony Robbins, I was like, holy shit. That's, That's what I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> and that began this 10, this, well, now that was 11 years ago. So that was 11 years. And when I look back, I realized like the coaching, the men's team, not only gave me confidence that I could lead a group and help people, but it was like preparing me. Like I didn't know I was going to end up being a coach now, not a sports coach, but you know, and then, and then when I was teaching aerobics, that was helping me get really comfortable in front of crowds and speaking and learning to speak on the fly. Right. Like I, can, mm -hmm. I can talk and exercise. Like, that's pretty good. Right, right. Because when you speak. <laughs> that is speak, good. Right? For sure. And For you're sure. Expending a lot of energy. Um, so it's, it's sort of like um, actually exercising when you're actually yeah. speaking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, sure. and then, you know, and then it led me to that job and which led me. And so you connect the dots and you realize like everything's preparing you. And actually in that job with the um, uh, makeup company, I was a sales rep. And one day I went into one of my stores cause like Walmart was my account and a shoppers drug mart and a lot like places like that where they sell uh, this, these brands of makeup. And I remember I was going into the busiest Walmart in my territory. I had Southern Alberta was my territory. And I went to see the manager and she was putting hair color on the shelves. She was the manager of that section. And I said hello to her and she looked and she looked at me and she goes, oh, thank God it's you. And I was like, what? She said, you're my favorite rep. You're like a big ball of sunshine every time I see you. <laughs> oh, and that's nice. that, it was nice. But what I learned from that, from that job was the importance of 
building relationships and actually helping people. Like I find a lot of people just trying to sell people. But what I learned sure. from that sales job was actually, you know, the reason she really liked me first, I am friendly, but second, I would go in and help her stock shelves. It's not my job to do that, yeah. but she's in the busiest Walmart of my territory. So obviously I get a lot sales volume through. So I'd go in and I'd help her and we'd sort things and whatever. And we'd have conversation and, you know, be kind. The, the giver's gain, the giver's sure. gain for sure. Yeah, you're, yeah, you served your so, client. What's that? You served your client. Exactly. You were in service to the people that you care about that you work with. Right. And so what I didn't, I mean, now I know, but all those pieces mm -hmm. were preparing me for what's coming. Next. I love it. Yeah, connecting the dots in the you know preparation stages um, are great examples. But it's so funny. I got to say this because as I was listening to you, I'm like, if I was a woman, I'd be actually you because the stories are so <laughs> parallel. So there you go, folks. I said it. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer and I are like doppelgangers but you know on the opposite side of the spectrum so that's so funny um, because you know it is about looking back and uh, I, I love the fact that you talked about coaching and how important it was because if you look at the story about vol uh, volleyball mm -hmm. they didn't have a coach whether it was a female or a male it was the coaching that actually got them to the next level and that's just the same in life folks is you know, and I know everybody looks at the first thing is how much do I have to pay? You know, and, and they get themselves boxed into this where they are. And sometimes you are in a place where you can't invest in yourself, but you can always invest in yourself. There are ways to do that. And I talk about in my book, just, just the library. Yeah, the, I mean, the best place, if you have no money, is just go to the library, you're right. Um, but, you know, the Internet has opened up. You know, Jennifer, uh, you know, when I was around Tony Robbins and all that stuff, yeah, that was like cassette tapes to yes. CDs to, you know, mm -hmm. we know, we know it was cassette tapes, right? right? That was I the thing, it. man. That yes. was my thing, but yeah. you know, as the world opened up, the barriers to entry to go learn and put yourself in a position where you can learn yes. from others that are resonating, it's just, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's eliminated. But it also caused this area of confusion mm -hmm. because of those seductions that happen out there. So again, you got to feel good about it. You got to know that it's um, part of you, but don't confuse where you want to go with fears and doubts because it's uh, it's a battle you got to play. Mm -hmm. I mean, in this world, you have them. We all have them. Um, but you know, seek out some advice and, and things. And if you can find a coach, uh, similar to what uh, you know Jennifer does for people building businesses and stuff. But if you're not at that level, then seek out something that aligns you that you can start just learning a little bit more and go and apply it. Most importantly, like learn something. I, I it's funny. I see a lot of people at the same events a lot of times. Now, mm -hmm. obviously, because I go to the one you know one. Uh, that how, and I'm speaking or doing something, and of course I see that. But you know, when I was kind of, you know, the event junkie going out there trying to learn, <laughs> learn the next like, you know, lucky thing that I'm going to come out of it, and I'm going to be like, oh, that was it. This is what I'm going to do. And then I find out that um, oh, I got to learn a lot more. Like, there's a lot mm -hmm. more. It's a deeper yeah. rabbit hole here. <laughs> but I, I just want to say, like, when you go to these things, and there's awesome to go to great events. Don't get me wrong, but take Ooh, something. Yes and work on it because I believe in the principle of slight edge. I never look at anything as a waste of time now. It's like any time I can just kind of listen in, 
and you know I'm a conscious aware guy but even if it's some circumstance where I'm having a conversation and something negative creeps in it's my awareness that pulls it in and says hey why did I hear that so you know and that's just because I know who I am now and, and that was a great point we made earlier so I, I love it. Alan, uh, <laughs> this show goes so fast now. I'm looking at my watch and I'm going, oh, no, I love hanging out with Jennifer because, like, right? You know. I just like to hang out like this, Jennifer, yeah. you know, another time and, and just chat because, man, you just bring so much uh, and, and it's beauty to have different perspectives and, and we all learn from each other and I certainly learn a lot from you. So do, uh, do us a favor before Alan gets into some more, uh, one more question I think we can probably squeeze in and, and uh, let you get on your day because it looks beautiful there and I'm sure you want to get on and go. But um, uh, how, do people, uh, you know, how do people connect with you? Where do they find you? What, you know, if something's resonating, uh, what, uh, what, do they, what do they do to you know, find Jennifer? Yeah, they can definitely go to my website, jennifer-trust.com. And they can also, if they're interested in the conversation we had today, leaderwithintraining.com is something new that is developing and exciting. Um, and I'm on, my main social media is Facebook and LinkedIn. So if they want to come find me there, they're the ones that I use the most. I do do a lot of Facebook lives and uh, on LinkedIn videos and things. So I, I, I really like the video and I do a lot of FA. I do um, at least twice a month um, just Q&A on Facebook Live. People, awesome. Anyone can ask me questions. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I do. Years. And I do. See, now part of this message of real talk around what it really takes to make business. So every week, every Wednesday, I do a Facebook Live called In the Trenches. And I okay. talk about something that I've learned from the week of being in my business. I love it. Awesome. That's that's a great idea. So check yes, that out. I thought it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, check check that out, folks, on uh, on Facebook and, and dive in there with uh, Jennifer and learn some stuff along the way and get to know yeah, her. Absolutely. Because it's a great way to watch video and get to know her. But um, I just want to shout out, uh, obviously, uh, we're going to feature you on C-Suite Radio, mm -hmm. uh, which is going to be awesome. And, of course, uh, we'll have all the show notes, and that will be all in this uh, um, uh, podcast podcast and insights so we'll make sure that you know how to get a hold of uh, Jennifer with all the links and, and so forth as well so keep an eye out that um, and uh, we appreciate you listening in and I uh, hope you got a lot of great stuff because uh, I certainly did I you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a note taker and always have been because um, I've just taught myself that there's there's magic in writing. There's magic in uh, aligning those thoughts because uh, you know they come back out and, and and little things help you along the way. So so make sure you're you're jotting down notes and, and you get to know some uh, really good things about yourself uh, as well. Uh, because anytime there's something that you said, Jennifer, it's like hey, my reflection. It's like ah. Oh, yeah, I needed to hear that right now, you know, and and we all have that listening into different things. So, Alan, take us away, brother. This was an awesome show. It is awesome it, show. It, it goes too fast. We need like three hour shows. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, how, I don't know how to get past that. We need to but, do like a live stream day. There you yeah, go. Yeah, hey, we're going to plan something really cool. And Jennifer, you just said that. Uh, we're going to do a panel and, and have some fun. Yeah. And, and would you come and do something like that with us? And yeah. we'll, we'll broadcast everybody and we'll do some Q&A and some fun stuff. And obviously we'll take uh, any uh, ideas that you want to throw on that and, and uh, have some fun with that. Uh, but anyway, Alan, I think that. Alan, Fun. Yeah, I, I, 
I appreciate so much, Jennifer, that you're talking about where you've come from, where you've been, understanding the road. Because I look back, too, and I look back and I go, I love where I'm at, right? I appreciate where I'm at now. My I, The Band-Aids are off, and, and I feel pretty <laughs> Literally. good. Literally. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the bones are healed now, you know, so to speak. And my bank account has gone up instead of constantly going down. And so I look back and I go, if I like where I'm at, I got to at least appreciate the journey, right? And understand the key things along the way that have done that. And you've you've been so eloquent in doing that, and thank you. But I want to get to yes. the next step in what's 2018 look like for Jennifer? What can those of us that follow you see and wait to have happen? What's on the horizon for you? And, and, and what are you going to be breaking into and doing or clarifying or, or uh, assimilating more than what you're at now? So, you know, what's in store for you this next year? Uh, well, I don't know it's all of it, but <laughs> I love that answer. It's like, well, there's a lot off well, the radar, brother. That's yeah. right. People, places, events, and circumstances are going to happen to me. Right. Well, it's, it's it. true. You know, um, uh, one of my goals is definitely I want to have a, 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 some more in-person events myself. I'll be doing more of those this year. Um. I'm and, and actually something I'm really excited about and I I there's oh there's two things one I am launching more group coaching programs I'm I'm in the middle of a launch right now um, we're going to begin by mid February the first group will um, I did some small groups last year and they were so successful that people everyone loved them that I'm doing it on a little bit larger scale in in terms of um, it was a very quiet launch. It wasn't like a big mm -hmm. thing. I sort of reached out yeah, to my yeah. network and yeah. whatever. Um, but that. this time I decided I want to try to reach more people. And, you know, the big thing that is important for me and where I'm headed is I don't want to be another, um, <laughs> you know, Two. I don't want to make promises I can't keep. I really want to become the voice in this industry that tells people you can do it because I, I truly believe with every cell of my being, if you have a dream, you can make it happen. However, in order to make it happen, it usually takes longer than you think, usually takes more work than you think, and it's going to push you out of your comfort zone so many times. It's going to make your head spin. And I want people to start getting excited about that, ironically. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I, what I really want for me this year is I want to give people renewed hope because I feel like too many people think it's too hard and that, um, you know, they're not good enough. And I'm just saying, look, you're just not ready yet. But it doesn't mean you can't be ready tomorrow or in a week or in a month or in a year or in five years. Mm -hmm. But if this is something you really want and you really believe in, like, how dare you give up? Like, you can't give up because some people told you you should be making six figures by now and you're not. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. But you get seduced. That was the perfect word, mm -hmm. Chris, because... When you get seduced, like you almost think about it dating, right? How many times do people date the wrong person 
because the sex is good or because of certain certain aspects that person's a very good seducer and but then you know and their friends are all like oh my god what's wrong with you but you know love is blind sometimes and i think when you can get um when you're in business you can get seduced you can you can get in that big hoopla of the dream but what you realize is each year goes by and you're not really that much closer because the the real action i think when you're trying to reach something that's so far to you kind of like i had said earlier you miss the boat and you just mm -hmm. you end up in too much resistance so you never really get ahead so I really want to change the conversation in the coaching industry. That's my big goal this year. I want okay. to change it to, you can have this. And, oh, by the way, if you don't want some bajillion dollar business, there's nothing wrong with you. Because a <laughs> lot of people are yes. making people feel like they should want bigger things. And this this makes me very, I, 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 I do not like that. Because, you know, even the way I'm building my business I made a promise to myself I, when I moved to Toronto that I wouldn't become a workaholic. I've done it before, but I want a life. And if that means my goals take longer, they take longer. If it means I'm more in alignment and they go faster, they go faster. I don't really care. I don't have timelines. Like that stuff doesn't matter to me. If I'm progressing and moving forward and I'm happy, that's what I care about. Now there are going to be people who should say that you should be trying to make this and that. And I'm like, I don't care what you think. This is my life, not yours. Don't should me. <laughs> don't should me. Don't should me. Don't should. Don't should me. Stop shooting me. Yeah. Well, we really appreciated. Yeah. Great, great advice and great insight. Um, listen, thank you so much uh, for coming on, Jennifer. Uh, always a pleasure, and uh, of course, uh, the audience. Uh, is is uh, uh, you know always um, on the top of our mind because that's who we like to bring content to. So thank you for tapping in. Uh, check us out on iTunes, of course. We're on Facebook Live doing some cool things with our ventures, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Podomatic, and of course featured on C-Suite Radio. Uh, and check out Jennifer uh, when we uh, when we have it up and uh, and connect with her. She's awesome and and she'll teach you so much. So just make sure you, um, you you do that and take advantage of that. And, of course, you want to work with her. Uh, she's got some great stuff, uh, it sounds like, in store. So take advantage of it. Yeah. Thank you, Jennifer. Stay tuned, Stay tuned Thanks, and guys. connect. That's the biggest thing. Jennifer, thank you so much. It's been awesome. Let's not leave it a year before you come back on again. Sure. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's stay connected. And uh, we want to – <laughs> well, 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 we've got a we've got a stage coming up for sure, and that's and right. Uh, definitely, uh, we've we've got a we've got a chat about that because I, I think it's going to be inspiring to have her yeah. uh, join us. Um, so agree. we'll have to grab some of your time after. Yep. Uh, listen, it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.